Let's be honest. Joaquin Phoenix is one best actor. 100%. 100%. Who else is in that category, though? Um, Joaquin Phoenix is in it. <laughs> uh, Adam Driver's in it. For Married Story. Uh-huh. Tom Hanks? To- nope. Uh, what's his face? Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. DiCaprio? Yeah, for Once Upon a Time. time. Yeah. Yeah. Al Pacino or Robert De Niro? Al Pacino and Joe Pesci. No, oh, Robert yeah. De- no, Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci, not Al Pacino. Joe Pesci talks with... No, that's Pasquale. <laughs> Joe, Joe Pasquale is also in the best actors uh, I want to see the Irishman cut but it was Joe Pasquale instead of Joe, instead Pesci. Of Joe Pesci I I have a memory of Joe Pasquale and do you remember that Channel 4 TV show which uh, I can't remember the name of it Banzai which yeah. was all just bets it was an episode of that do you remember it? nope no so it was like Channel 4 11 o'clock at night there was a show and it would go Banzai and then it would show you and I'll use the example I'm going to use, Joe Pasquale. And he'd be like, this is comedian Joe Pasquale. He is going to run back and forth through this room while saying the word Bergerac. <laughs> How many times will he say Bergerac before he finishes running? <laughs> and then you'd say your bet to the TV and then you'd watch it. And if you won, you won points. Like you could just watch it with your mates and have a laugh. But yeah, it was, that's the only thing I can remember Joe Pasquale ever doing, running in a room going, Bergerac, <laughs> Bergerac. <laughs> And play the theme song. (laughs) (laughs) It's meandering movies listening to Gary Ryan and Gavin. It's all about films, but goes off course. Will there be arguments? Of course, because everyone knows their lives are dull and they have nothing else to talk about. Uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Meander Movie. Welcome to the Meander Movie Podcast, where we like to talk about movies. And this week, probably get very, very, very annoyed about the Oscars, the award ceremony. Which uh, did I send you the article about all of yes. the people? Yes. Talking absolute you know, nonsense. It was horrendous. Some of that. I mean, he's not really Oscar worthy, so we're not going to vote for him. Crap. It's become a, a celebration of superiority. Mediocrity. Well, superiority wow, you both and said mediocrity. exactly the opposite from each other. Oh. Yeah. It's it's the superiority of the Oscars and the mediocrity of the films is all in one. Uh, I am your very, very ill host today, Gary Copeland. I feel like you've been ill in quite a few episodes. Yeah, you're always ill. Well, you, here's the thing, Hannah. I know you don't listen to these. You might listen to this one because my mum will tell you to listen to it because I've mentioned you now. <laughs> if you're anyone she listens to. Shout out to Hannah and Jenny. She works in a doctor's office, doesn't she? So she oh, just brings yeah. home germs brings her work home with fruit her. makes me ill although i don't know where this one came from i might have the coronavirus god i hope so i bought a bunch of shit off wish and then <laughs> and, then, and i opened it which i shouldn't have done if you've seen the message in depop and it's like someone's trying to buy a jumper and he's like can you confirm whether or not the jumper has coronavirus <laughs> and the person's like how the fuck am i meant to confirm that <laughs> take uh, it to the lab and just who are you my angry friend uh, i am the Light in your life when it's darkest, Gavin Stewart. I flipped that. Okay, I'm the darkness in your life when it's light. (laughs) (laughs) I bathe you in shadows and darkness. (laughs) Love me. And joining us as always. 
Can I just go back to being right? Yeah, you can. Uh, I'm okay. surprised the Skittles thing has gone this I'm long. I'm surprised you kept it going as long as you did. I thought like maybe two or three The more episodes. I'd use nicknames, the more I feel like I'm like Gavin, which I hate. So. Skittles. Everyone... Ah, fine. Skittles one last time. I'm Brian next week. <laughs> last, yeah, back to Brian Everyone wants week. to be more like me. And uh, our, our Oscar MC host this week. Hello. His audio boy. Uh, so we can't get a stream of the Oscars because we're good people that don't want to steal TV. Right? <laughs> yes. That's... We'd never do that. No. So... Although we looked. <laughs> Although we tried really hard <laughs> to get a, a We can find a live stream. So what we're going to do, something a little bit different than our live reactions. These will be our live reactions, but rather than watching it and cutting together the best bits, we are going to uh, let Audio Boy lead us down the Oscar road, the, the gold-paved, gold-statued road towards the Oscars to find out the answers of who won shit. What a fun time we're going to have. What a fun time we're going to have. Or maybe a not fun time. <laughs> for first and foremost, we want to do... How much do you know? Me? Yeah. Nothing. No, know, if, literally if nothing. If I'm correct, oh, none of us know anything. Right? I don't want any category. spoilers. I know, I know. I know. I know. Well, I know two now because I know one. And Gavin and I were in the car talking about how we both had a spoiler and they were different. And then Gavin just told me what his was. <laughs> sure, I, did. I don't know why I did You it. are a penis. I am a penis. piece of shit. Um, it's also so my favourite category. Oh, is it? I'm sorry. And I specifically stayed away from that one. And he told animated me. Animated movie. No. no. Oh, shit. Actually, I know the animated movie because I play a Disney app on my phone and it's terrible. But they put up something at four o'clock this morning saying, celebrate Toy Story 4's big win. For fuck's sake, now we all oh, know. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> we're really bad at this. It's actually... Surprisingly hard. I was saying to Gavin earlier, Shauna woke me up today by saying, Oh, so it turns out that won so many Oscars. And the first thing I did today was shout in my girlfriend's face. <laughs> <laughs> the Oscars are important. They shouldn't be to us. I shouted at her and I said, mean, I'm not meant to know who's won the Oscars. And then she shouted, like, How the fuck am I meant to know that? And I was like, Yeah, fair play. I didn't say. So, <laughs> so many people have tried to spoil it for me. It's insane. I want just people. Too name, many people. Name and, Laura name Dern won Shane. Best Director. I mean, <laughs> s- 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 like, so my pal Ross, he yeah. spoiled cinematography for me, so I know that one. And then Gary... I just ruined, yeah, ruined, ruined uh, Toy Story. He didn't care uh, about that, though. Philip's uh, work daddy was on our Instagram last night being like, so this is crazy. And I was like, stop talking immediately. <laughs> and then uh, Ryan and I, pals Thomas, he was just like, fuck, those Oscars, you guys can't be mad at that. And we were both like, no, 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 don't say anything don't say else. Nothing. Stop talking. So there you go. All, really our, all of our listeners, don't fucking tell us shit. <laughs> when we're planning an episode, we don't want to know. We'll also, come to you. Yeah. Shall we start off with our predictions? Yes. What do we think is going to... I'm going to... For context, of the nine films nominated for Best Picture... Only one of them won. Uh, <laughs> as is customary. Yep. Gary, how many of the nine have you seen? Um, what were the nine? So we've got <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yep. Joker, The Irishman, Little Woman, 4 V Ferrari, Marriage Story, Jojo Rabbit, Parasite, 1917. Uh, seven out of nine. <laughs> and Four, fuck you guys. <laughs> and I have seen all of them. Yeah. I'm getting it. Uh, I didn't watch The Irishman and I didn't watch... There was another one you said there. Little Woman. Uh, Just before Little Woman. 4 V Ferrari, Marriage Story. Marriage Story. Okay, so you've not seen Marriage Story. Or Irishman. Or the Irishman. But you seen Little Woman? Seen Little Woman. Together we've all seen them. Yeah, uh, we're there. I ranked these films from best to worst. We don't okay. care. I know. I mean, okay, sorry. That's like a, that's almost close to a, a scale there, Gavin. But you ranked them, you ranked them personally with your film choice. Yes. Yeah, but you don't like Booksmart, so who cares? No one cares about Booksmart. <laughs> it's, Everyone it's, cares it's about It's a relevant film. Shout out to Booksmart for winning an Independent Spirit Award, by the way. Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. Yes, queen. Yes. I'm so angry. I was just indifferent at this Do you know one. why I was angry? What is the Independent Spirit Award? 
That's the it's, the, it's the one with the stallion that Matt Damon did the voice of. I know that's just called Spirit, doesn't matter. Spirit Chimera, in, right? It's just independent films. Oh, from, okay. Films that weren't produced by massive oh, companies. Go book smart. Well done, Olivia Wilde. Well done, cast. Well done, crew. Well done, the uh, the band that played the song that plays when she's underwater. Perfume Perfume Genius. genius. Well Check done, me out. In right. terms of the rankings... <laughs> Why are we doing this? I thought I would just do this because we don't to. care. No, I want to hear it. But the people that listen about of a movie podcast, mate, you anyway, uh, coward. <laughs> I am a coward. <laughs> uh, so, uh, bottom of the list, which I think is the worst of the nine nominated, The Irishman. We're fucking drawing this out. Then number like Scorsese did to be fair. <laughs> then <laughs> then uh, number eight, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Number seven, Joker. Number six, Four V Ferrari. Number five, Little Woman. Number four, Marriage Story. Number three, Jojo Rabbit. Number two, 1917. Number one, Parasite. Cool. That is my ranking Your of ranking. the movies from worst to best in terms of the best picture nominees. Scratching, I'm not going to rank all them like that. Uh, my favourites of, of those was Jojo Rabbit, Parasite. Um, middling Little Women would rank high it's just not my cup of tea though it's one of those films that if I loved period dramas I can see yes, me going Oscar worthy it's, it's, it's a really good film and it, considering I don't like period dramas I sat through it and I enjoyed it, it. I enjoyed yeah. it so that was you know testament to it um, but the rest of them yeah I'd say the rest of them are kind of I'd say Oscar worthy except Once Upon a Time and Joker <laughs> I think the only two on that list that I'd be like nah that's I think Marriage Story Jojo Rabbit 1917 and Parasite are all Oscar worthy but the rest are like Really? I'm excited for just to stop saying the names of these films. You know, right? <laughs> you just realize that yeah. when Last you do a episode. film podcast, you say these the names of these films a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, what category are we going to start off with first? Audio by so the first category was best supporting actor. Oh, okay. really? Well, that's going to start wait, there, start and then it'll, yeah, we'll start fun, and then it goes a bit boring for a while. We'll start fun, and then we'll get to where you're doing what the academy does to make people stay. Yes. Okay. Oh, so so spread them out. I get it. All spread right. them out a bit. N- give us the nominations for best supporting. Nominations actor. were Tom Hanks, Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, and Brad Pitt. Wait, Tom Hanks was the best supporting actor yes. in Wonderful Day. Yeah, in the makes sense. Have you seen it? No. Yeah, the reporter he is definitely a supporting. Ah, okay. Uh, it's a weird film. Is it good though? It's, it's enjoyable. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Documentary? No, it's just a kind of biopic. Oh, okay. But it more focuses on the journalist who wrote the article about Fred Rogers than it does Fred Rogers. Okay. It's interestingly structured. I liked it. Yeah. Tom Hanks's voice sounds like uh, Vincent Price from the classic horror movies, oh, really? which is really off-putting when you first sit down and it's Tom Hanks going, "Hi everybody," and you're just like, "Well, this is kind of fucking creepy." It's like this is the voice is like I've watched like not a full episode of a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, but I've watched enough clips of it, and I have no idea how that reached such crazy acclaim. I think it's just because of the good work he did for kids. Yeah, it just seems weird. Plus, America, you know, unsettling. But then we had America a, seems to really like shows that are men speaking in soft voices telling you everything's going to be okay. But if you think you have to remember that America's fucking massive, fucked. like all it takes is like two states to love it, and it's like it's bigger true. than anything else in the world. But America had Fred <laughs> Rogers and we had Jimmy Savile, so it's true. <laughs> so I think they went out in the end. Jimmy's every, <sighs> Fred Rogers didn't wait. Do you want to be in my gang? <laughs> <laughs> what did we have? We had Smart, and they had Bob Ross. Yeah, I think we won that. Smart one, was with those little car uh, attack. Oh, yeah, oh mate, mate, oh, Neil, like, Neil Buchanan. Neil Buchanan, he's fucking in the middle band. Band. Yeah. I think we could get Neil Buchanan on this podcast. We have digressed so fucking far. Yeah, so, <laughs> so for- Tom Hanks, uh, <laughs> Anthony Hopkins. Are oh, you want to say anything about him? Hopkins from what? Give me the films. Two Popes. Two Popes okay, are really cool. good. Yeah, I've heard that. It's a great dialogue piece of just two men having Chatting. really interesting conversations. 
Like a good Tarantino film. That's that's usually what he does well. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's not done a good one in, in a while. Uh, is it Death Proof? Is yeah. is it Kurt Russell? Yeah. Kurt Russell's monologue when he's eating a plate of nachos. Yes. That's just great film. I mean, Inglourious <laughs> Bastards, the scene in the bar. Is yeah, just like, exactly. Oh. Cool. Even though The Two Popes probably wasn't directed by Tarantino, so that doesn't ignore me. Uh, and you've got Al Pacino and Joe Pesci, both from The Irishman. Boo. Not Pasquale. Not Pasquale. <laughs> not Pasquale. <laughs> And then also Brad Pitt from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Brad Pitt won, didn't he? I'd say Brad Pitt. I also said Brad Pitt. He won Pitt. all the awards before. He did, before. he won it. Yeah. It Brad Pitt won that one. Of, of all of those, I haven't seen Tom Hanks. Um, I know Two Popes was good, but I, I mean, yeah, actually I can't really talk much on this, but I, I did, re- I said this when we recorded our Once Upon a Time episode, didn't I? I actually really like Brad Pitt's performance in that. Yeah. It's his first award as an actor for the Oscars. Really? Yeah, yeah he won all the rest as a dog. <laughs> True. Best international dog. <laughs> <laughs> You're that's thinking why, you know, Ryan, you're thinking of Crufts, mate. That's We're why talking Ange- about the Oscars. That's why Angelina Jolie divorced him. <laughs> right, so I got that one correct in my predictions. No one cares about your <laughs> fucking predictions. I think I'm going to get... We also all said Brad Pitt won. We predicted it on the spot, <laughs> and we also got it right. <laughs> I you, know. just, you just predicted it and wasted your time in the past. I, well done. Uh, Saturday night, I sat there. Saturday night. Let me paint the picture for everyone. Saturday night, finished work. You yeah, working? no, no. Okay, so so we had the whole Saturday night off. He could have had plans. Went to a bar. No, I came back from seeing Parasite. Oh, okay. And he sat in a t-shirt and a socks and, and, and nothing this. else. And I, I wrote out all of my predictions. Drinking, drinking no, tenants. Give me your phone. No, because you're going to do something bad to it. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to put it away from you. So you <laughs> These are my it. predictions. I don't care. Look, give me your phone. You're like no, Gollum I'm, with the ring. Give Jesus. me your phone. No, give me it. No, give me it. No. He doesn't want to give you it because of all the scudgies Surely when Phil got. reads out these five things, you're going to remember which one you thought had won. No, you need a phone to tell generally you Generally, Again, I, I won't. I you could probably tell me who the first assistant director was in 2001, A Space Odyssey, but you can't remember it from five <laughs> selections of things, you'd which be, one you picked as the winner. You'd be incredible the things I can't remember, like your name. <laughs> that was the worst ever. Shut so up, best man. animated feature. Toy Story 4. Well, yeah, you already told us that yeah, one, Yeah, I fucked you? it. Ruined yeah. this one. It Sorry went over again. Missing Link, Klaus, I Lost My Body, and How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. Definitely didn't deserve to win over Klaus. 100% not. Nope. Klaus was phenomenal. Can, so good. Can we Such just get over the Oscars? Because they didn't do it last year, thankfully. They were smart enough to give it to the Spider-Verse. But can we of just course. be done with them giving Pixar the best animated feature unless, every single Unless year? they give it to a Pixar film that actually deserves it. pushes the boat. Whereas Toy Story 4 didn't see it, but from what you said... Like, Ryan, did you see Toy Story 4? Uh, yeah. It's, it's fine, but it's it was, more, more yeah. Toy Story. It's just another... It's, it's, not, it's nothing wrong with it. If if that category was for best animated styles, I'd probably still give it to Klaus, actually. I was going to yeah, say, because like, don't get me wrong, like, it looked like lovely. And there's that... I don't know if you've seen the side-by-side of the dog from Toy Story 1 and the cat in Toy Story 4. No. Somebody got the two screenshots um, of those two animals, and holy shit, the difference is, yeah. is wild. What is Klaus? Klaus is an animated Netflix original, I'm sure. Yep, um, the origin story of... Of Santa Claus. Oh. Santa Claus. It's From like the, the, nerd, like the Scandinavian... What makes it phenomenal? Um, it's just a great film. It's a great film. It's not inherently Christmassy, which I, I quite like. You can watch it theoretically at any other point in the year. Um, it looks lush it's just it's just different i like the word lush yeah it's 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 a it's a new type of animation they've done so it's it looks hand drawn but it's not it is computer generated but they've used soft anamorphic lighting as well like an effect to give the whole world this storybook effect um 
and then, the form like the f- character form and stuff is quite similar to Spider-Verse in the sense that it doesn't really make sense but looks good yeah I mean they've gone for an artistic choice over realism yeah yeah and it, it's just a, it is just a great film it's just a solidly used to have spoken about it much and when used to speak about films much I'm like I'm now going to watch these films because I want to then be able to join in the conversation of the films that used to are uh, passionate about so I'm going to watch you're going to lower your brow a little bit that's all I also liked oh. House, It's the kind of House film that like you would, you'd see on Netflix and, and I would assume skip right 100%. over. 100%. Yeah. If your Netflix probably doesn't even suggest it to you. <laughs> probably doesn't, no. <laughs> I liked House Junior Dragon as well because yeah. I thought it was a nice conclusion to a story that I enjoyed. Uh, yeah, just did not care it was about a, it was Toy strong, Story at all. Yeah, it was a strong contender for... Again, if animated film was a mixture, a conglomerate of what looks the best versus, you know, the, the, the sum of all of its parts, I think... I wonder how they do rank it, actually. The same way they rank everything else. Oh, they just, just get yeah, ten wanks in a room they need. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Like, oh, it's, my it's... daughter watched it and she liked it, so I voted for it. Yeah. It's great, Grant. Good job, you fucking bell end. Whereas I lost my body. It's not, not necessarily for, for children. Kids, but it's animated. They need to break up that category. Going back to us fixing the Oscars, they really need to break up animated to best, best animated... Like they do best film. So yeah. best animated film... Best animated design, design. Yeah, you know they need a couple more categories. But the problem is, uh, the Oscars are already two hours and forty minutes long. So I have cut some. I feel like they don't have to be. Like Eminem does not need to sing "Lose Yourself," but she did. I was going to bring that up at some point. Yeah. (laughs) So obviously, through every Oscar ceremony, they do like a sort of a highlight of all of the best original song nominees. So they do like a shortened version of each song yeah. to kind of cram it in. But for some reason, Eminem got to sing the entirety of Lose Yourself. <laughs> Mum's spaghetti and all. Anything? No. I mean, it was it won Best Song back in 2003. For being an 8 Mile. Yeah. Do you think this is... I did see uh, Adina Menzel and Aurora's performance of... Yeah. What was that? Into the Unknown. Into the Unknown. all the other Elsas out there. But what's mental about that is uh, you'll have noticed the audio boy Adina Menzel's they keyed it down because Adina Menzel is refusing to sing that song at the correct pitch so every live they keep you know Adina Menzel is going to come and sing her hit song from Frozen 2 and she sings it lower because she's struggling to hit the high notes because when you listen it's insanely high it isn't it is insanely high and and if you listen it was a it was a couple of friends of mine showed this to me if you listen to the official uh, soundtrack you can hear a cut in the song where because she doesn't do it in one one hit so on the official soundtrack these days, yeah yeah but on the official soundtrack there's one really really bad cut where you can hear it's two completely different takes um so that was interesting a little bit of oscar trivia sorry my head is so foggy I'm she probably didn't old. she probably didn't think it was going to get like they probably didn't think it was going to take such critical acclaim and she was going to have to sing it on stages all over the world. Well, no, of course they did, because they were pushing it for it to be the new Let It Go, weren't they? I've never heard the song, so... I know, but that's because you hate Joy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not that, it's, oh, it's not a fun song, It's though. not a fun song. What, the Kristen Stewart film? What, no, Kristen Stewart. Kristen Joy? Face. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Um, I just like the way, just the casualness, you just try to, you hate Joy, and I just turn away and just continue to talk to audio <laughs> boy, just like... So... The next category is best original screenplay. Uh, my pr- or oh, do you want to read? No one book? cares. <laughs> <laughs> I know Gavin cares about this one. I really. Care. So this is original script. So and can we? I think we did this last year. Best original screenplay means the best 
story fundamentally the best story that's not been adapted from something from, something, from a book yeah. it's completely so for example Parasite could win this Once yes. Upon a Time in Hollywood could yes. theoretically Joker would Joker nope. be able to not Joker no I, I'm, I'm just kind of trying to spitball so like Little Woman obviously would Can't be adapted Can because it's a, it's a book and then Jojo Rabbit would be adapted because it's, it's from, from a book, book. okay but Joker was obviously the comics that's yeah. been adapted let's have completely new characters they can't be based on material, anything basically. else okay, completely cool. new material okay. so the nominees are Parasite Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as you mentioned uh, we've also got 1917 Marriage Story and Knives Out ooh I hope Knives Out doesn't win the Why? longer the longer I think about Knives Out the longer I think it was maybe one of the shittest films I've ever seen is it really I just think it's a very middling film. It's I like all it. over the place, man. It's just fun. It's are, just a are you, fun whodunit. Are you excited that they've announced they're doing a sequel and only Daniel Craig's returning? And yeah, they have a whole new cast. But then, but then people then we get to get a suspect foul. I suspect play. of being a murder. Um, I the, the only I do I'm I'm cast. happy with that. I'm looking forward to it. What I didn't understand is people moaning in the comment section of the article I read about. Oh, but I liked all the other characters. Yeah, but it wouldn't be any fun watching them go through another them murder mystery. Yeah, yeah. just like I mean, if they. Hopefully they just do it better. Like the thing that I hated most about Knives Out was the whole basis of the film was based <laughs> on the girl being sick when she lied. Yeah, that was ridiculous. So dumb. Ridiculous. It was it was silly and it wasn't used to the best effect either. I feel like it started at the beginning. It was interesting because he's questioning her and she's going to be sick and he's watching. Like, nope, yep, she's going to go. Then at the end of the film, when it got used, and we've t- we definitely spoke about this, yeah. when it gets used as like a bit joke, I yeah. went. Ah, See, and then what? she's like, "If I lie, I'm instantly sick." That they base the whole film on that, and then they catch Chris, Chris Evans' character Spoilers. by her not being instantly sick. Yeah, because she holds it in for it's a like, joke. The thing with Ryan Johnson, who wrote and directed it, or I think co-wrote it and directed it, is he's a really talented director, but he's such a clumsy writer. Mm. That I'm just like, maybe back off the writing, Ryan, and let yeah. someone else have a go. Not you, Ryan. Noted. Here, not you, Skittles. But, uh, you know, Rian Johnson, if you want to. But I am looking for. I think I'd, I'd be okay with Knives Out winning that. What was the other ones? Knives Out, Once Upon a Time, Joker. Quite like Marriage Story to get it. Knives Out, Marriage, Marriage Story, Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite. My prediction is Parasite. Yeah, Parasite or uh, Knives Out for me. Which I d- one? Though? I don't think it's Parasite. Pick one and only one. Oh, shit. Um, I'm, I'll say Knives Out to be. to cause ripples. And Skittles, what did you say? I said Marriage Story. Marriage, marriage story. story. It was Parasite. Mum, I'm still winning. How okay. many have you won so far? Uh, well, Gavin's definitely just Googled this. I didn't do, a, <laughs> I didn't do animated feature because I'd seen uh, none of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't get that one. But so far I've got support and actor. And now, uh, How do you call yourself a film buff when you choose to actively avoid I didn't a, choose to actively avoid it. Just, it just came cinema. around. Like I didn't see Toy Story 4, not because it's an animated film. It's just because I didn't care about another Toy Story film. Yeah. And I, I, haven't, I did see it and I didn't care. And I haven't watched what Klaus about, because... About the rest? Because you hate Joy. I hadn't heard of the... I, I haven't seen, seen... I've seen two How to Train Your Dragon movies. So you didn't watch the third one, which is the one that's in that category? Uh, I've not <laughs> seen... I've never heard of this uh, bo- Lose Your Body one. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's fair. That was... I like, only heard on Netflix. No, it was uh, premiered at Sundance. I'm surprised you didn't hear of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, when it comes to Klaus, I'm just not a, really a big Christmas movie watcher these mm. days, you know. So I just... Because you hate Joy. I hate Joy. So I just didn't go for it. What about, what about Missing Link? What's your excuse for that one? I didn't watch that. Again, I'd never heard of Missing Link. Because it looked shit. He's afraid of yetis. Uh, just so you're aware, I'm marking these on my phone with dollar signs when I get them right. <laughs> wow. The, the classic dollar sign. Yes. What, what you're known by, by all the people and all the friends in Glasgow is Gav Dollar Sign Stewart. <laughs> yes. dear, dear listeners, this is my verbal resignation from the podcast. 
You've resigned like four times at this <laughs> you point. You do resign a lot. And you come on back every week. Yeah, no. Okay, next Best category. adapted screenplay. Which uh, are? Which are Little Women. Jojo Joker. Rabbit. Joker. The Irishman and the Two Popes. Okay. My so prediction is Jojo Rabbit. Seen. Little Women. <sighs> I want it to be Jojo Rabbit. I think it's Little... Because Little I Women's been it, a book for a long time. I think it might be That's Joker. been waiting to be a film for ages. They've made four films from that book. Aye, only the, this one, but only the big one. I think it's going to be Joker. Fucking better not be, but let's see. It's Jojo Rabbit. Wait, fucking so good, guys. Is anyone impressed by me? I'm no. not. No. Oh, okay, thanks, guys. I love you too. If you were a betting man, you could have made money on this. Yeah, but you didn't. Yeah. So also, I stopped gambling a long time ago. So. Apart from, apart from the people's emotions, you still gamble with those in the yes. daily. I gamble with my life as well every day. Do you? I drink my tenants. That's it, Gav. You are, you've n- nail on the head there. Drinking tenants is one of the most death-defying things I've ever These seen cans, any man like do. Glasgow's the hardest nation in the world. <laughs> These cans are sharp. Yeah, so for anyone that isn't from Scotland, <laughs> like uh, tenants, cans, <laughs> tenants cans come in a serrated-edged saw blade can. You yeah. rip the top off them. You have to drink it carefully so you don't give yourself a Glasgow smile. Oh, no, no. I forgot. That's I actually the, uh, Heath Ledger's Joker origin study. He had a can drank of tenants too fast. <laughs> I drank tenants through my eyeballs. Fuck off! That's fuck off! <laughs> too busy talking Obscure shit. Late nineties Kevin and Perry fucking reference. <laughs> fuck off! <laughs> thank you, thank you. Are we wanting to do the short films? Mm. Sorry, one second. Actually, really, fuck off. Because <laughs> the reason it works in that film is it's a spirit, right? Putting beer into your eye would be the fucking worst thing. It would. Be, it, oh. How about this? How about if I don't get everyone correct, I have to pour tenants into my eyeball at the end of this episode. If you don't get every one of these correct, I'm going to make you do one can of tenants in your eyeball. A whole can? Whole I'm can. not wasting a whole can. You won't waste it. It'll get straight into your bloodstream. 20 <laughs> fluid ounces of tenants in your fucking eye. 20 fluid ounces of tenants in your eye. Yep, I'll take you up on that bit. Right, next category. Don't worry, I'll teach you how to do it. If anything, you could say you'd be my pupil. Oh! <laughs> don't lash out. <laughs> what? Don't worry, we'll just put a lid on it. Oh, God. Are you going for a date with that girl, Iris? Ah. No. Oh, okay. I don't know an iris. I'm trying to think of a pun with heterochromia. <laughs> quite, quite difficult. <laughs> we'll be here for some time. Uh, Three ne- episodes from now, you're like, I've got it. <laughs> Next category, Audio Boy. We're doing any of the short films? Let's patch the short films. What, the short what films. were the short films? Uh, Have I heard of any of them? Live action shorts were Brotherhood, Nefta Football Club, The Neighbor's Window, Saria, and A Sister. Skip this category. Saria one. Okay. <laughs> Um, the neighbor's window one. Ah, oh, damn it! And then animated <laughs> shorts: Desera, Hair Love, Kit Bull, Memorable, and Sister. Kit Bull, definitely. Hair Love one. Fuck's sake. Hair Love. Hair Love. As in H E I R or H A I R? Like follicle hair. Or H A I R. A I R. Okay. Uh, I did not do any production for these because I'd seen none of them. Okay. Best production design. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, go for it. We have The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Surely, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think maybe, uh, yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Surely's the only one. If Women was on that list, I would have said that, but I'm I'm with you. Surely, Once Upon upon a Time time. or 1917 are the only ones that made any effort in that category. It's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. God, I'm yeah. fucking good. How good am I? See how good I am. Did you have that one written down? No, I didn't. So you don't have to write any <laughs> of them down. <laughs> right. Best costume design was yeah. Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, and Once Upon a Time Little in Hollywood. Women. Little Women. I'm going to say Joker. It was Little Women. I didn't write that one down so it doesn't count. It does count. It doesn't. It 100% counts. doesn't. I didn't write it down. <laughs> I'm tennis pit, to the eye. You get his arms, I'll get his legs, and we'll just fucking... Phil, you get his eyelids. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I'll get my... No. Who's oh, doing wait. the tenants? <laughs> I'll get my... T- 
I'll put it in my mouth while I've got his arms and spit in his eyes. Oh, <laughs> God, it's somehow so much worse now. Also, you're sick, so you stay far away from him. I'm so ill. I can't afford to be sick. Yeah, he's too busy writing film predictions in his pants. <laughs> I love a Okay, film are movie. we doing the documentaries? <laughs> Why not? I'm we not. did short film. So best documentary was American Factory, The Cave, The Edge of Democracy, For Sama, and Honeyland. The Cave. If they made democ- if they made documentaries, what? And Sorry, uh, listeners, no, Gary cannot be with us in full today. <laughs> I'm not finishing that sentence. Yeah, I think it's Honeyland. It's escaped. American Factory. To be honest, Phil, it was the last one you said and the first one I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> and then documentary shorts, we've got In the Absence. Oh, no, no, oh, no. I don't want to hear We didn't get okay. short, we didn't get documentary. We're no. definitely not going to get documentary <laughs> short. We're going to get yeah. short with you if you don't <laughs> get on with it. Right, um, best supporting actress. Here we go. Wait, hold on, hold on a wee minute. Two seconds. We're allowed to get short with you if you don't get on with it. Yes. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Sorry, Phil. Okay, Carry best on. supporting actress. We have Kathy Bates in Richard Jewell, Laura Dern in Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson in Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh in Little Women, and Margot Robbie in Bombshell. Quick I- question. When did Laura Dern turn into a gigantic Amazonian gorgeous lady? Always. She's always, always been that. Always. always I don't remember her being that tall in Jurassic Park. Yeah. But she's my Sam Neil had to walk in, uh, in stilts. No, no, they didn't. They just put Laura down in a hole because oh. she's sexist. <laughs> she made her walk. They made her walk in a ditch. <laughs> yeah, my uh, prediction is Laura Dern. I think it's Laura Dern also. Laura Dern in Marriage Story. Marriage Story, which she was. Average what was the what was the category again? Sorry, yeah, I, supporting you said Laura Dern. No, I know. Sorry, you said Laura Dern. I say Scarlett Johansson. Kathy Bates, Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, Margot Robbie. You want to say Scarlett Johansson? Florence Pugh in Little Women. Mm-hmm. See Margot Robbie's performance in Bombshell. Was Bombshell was fine. So nothing. Uh, but uh, Margaret Rose's performance, the, the, the best bit of that is when she's in the office with... Yeah, uh, sure. What's his face? The guy uh, from... Uh, Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah, and... Um, Dexter, season four. Yes, and... <laughs> the Crown, season one. <laughs> Inception. Can you, can you also not Inception, Interstellar. Is, is um, someone... Like, the sound of someone dying evidence. I don't think it is. Dawn uh, of the Planet of the Apes. He wasn't Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, he was, he yeah. Yeah. We can give you every film he's in, Ryan. Just tell us the one you fucking mean. Bigfoot and the Hendersons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, love that film. It's so good. Uh, yeah, this, that scene was great. And yes. uh, everything else. I, I I wouldn't have... If you were going to pick an actress from Bombshells to be the best supporting actress, I would have picked... Nicole Kidman. Probably. Yeah. Uh, Florence Pugh in Little Women, though, I brilliant. thought was, was really, fucking really good. Fucking brilliant. I love her so much. What, one of my big things, I, I was chatting to my mother about this, what my I mother. fucking loved in Little Women, and they did such a good job of it, is when... At the beginning, before I realized it was jumping back and forwards in time, I was kind of struggling to pick up, pick up, uh, keep up with it. And then I think maybe about a third of the way in, I realized, and they've done such a good job. All the actresses playing the younger versions of themselves are done so, so well. They all, they don't look any different. You know, they're, they're all wearing yeah. period dresses and they all look identical because I've obviously filmed it in what, six months, if that. But you can tell so well once you clock on to what's happening when there's a really children and when there's a really subtle way in which they show it's the, the past and the future. It's just the lighting. Yeah, the great when it's in the past, it's really bright yeah. and the colors are really vibrant and it's, they kind of fly at you. And in the, uh, I guess, the future or the present time, wherever it is, it's all very dark colors. It's very muted. It's very yeah. I so, feel like something has happened outside of. I do like. I did like Florence Pugh. Um, I think Florence Pugh. I'm going to say Florence Pugh over Charlie <laughs> Johnson. 
and it was best supporting actress was Laura Dern. Yeah, oh, I got another so all one. All that conversation was for nothing. Yeah. Uh, just for we context, I'm kidding. <laughs> just for context, uh, we have a group chat, and Ryan decided to just put in a picture of Bigfoot from Harry and the Hendersons, and just his big grinning his smile. Name's Harry, Gavin, yeah. shut up. The Hendersons of the family. <laughs> Fuck's sake. It's literally Same. all the information you needed about the film is in the title. It's <laughs> actually called Harry and the Hendersons bracket the guy who played Pyro as the baddie. That's what it's called. I can't remember his name and it's pissing me off. David Sushi. Who? Oh, no. I no, thought no, the guy who plays Pyro. It's John something. John Lithgow. That's it. Yes. Uh, Thank you. Just so you're aware, so far all the predictions that I wrote down have been correct. Yeah, but the one you didn't, the one that got you a kind of production thing that I didn't write down. Didn't write Best down. cinematography. I already know this. 1917. Gavin told me in the car. I fucking hate him. I would have said that anyway. It should have been Lighthouse. It should have been Lighthouse. Absolutely. It's it's the sorry, it, Andrew. 1917 is definitely the one. Like I was saying before, uh, although I don't think I'm rating the film as high as I did when I first came out of it, 100 percent deserved it. The Oscar that for cinematography. Scene. Wait, wait till tomorrow. The two scenes. Yeah. Oh yeah, when you see Lighthouse, the two scenes. It's still just fucking blast into my head is the one where there's the plane fight in the distance and it just all of a sudden you're it's on top of as you. Is it like a fight with like uh, aircrafts or a fight that's really like boring, nothing or much happens? <laughs> this, the first, this, yeah, the, the first former one. is the word you're looking for. Yes, okay. thank you. And then the other scene is when he comes out and that church is on fire and then yeah, there's just a guy yeah. in the distance and you're you're in the same position as him, you're kind of squinting, like. Is that a good guy? Like you yeah. can't. Really, and then as he gets closer and his gun comes out, so it's like fucking Shit. gorgeous, gorgeous. Shout out like to that. our buddy Andrew, yeah, who was who now has officially worked in the cinematography department on an Oscar-winning film. Woo, woo, woo. He's going to be on the podcast soon to talk about it. I mean, I want to. I want a BAFTA. Did you? You keep saying this. Yeah, well, I was for a I short was, film, bro. Yeah, that's right, Jesus Christ. Oh, you know how boy. much they love short films. <laughs> you know, yeah, I was uh, I was on a BAFTA-winning team for. Uh, my loneliness is killing me. Nice. <laughs> Did no, you write a though, movie about me? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be uh, surprised how much that's like you. Well, I c- uh, well in high school, I completed a, a cross-country run. So there you go. I got a medal for it. I got your bed today. Just for completing it. <laughs> <Yeah. Aww. laughs> Participation award. Trust me, when I crossed that finish line, everyone was like, what? Really? Gavin? Well, there you are. My he he walked across it smoking a fag, but yeah. he, he, still got, <laughs> he still got through I had, it. I had a can of tennis in one hand, cigarette in the other. I don't, all right, guys? It's like, I, I was not the most fit and healthy little kid. I was fat and I hated running. Just for the listeners, right now, Gary is a fucking sculpture of a man. He's a tank. Not three three episodes ago, you referred to us as fatso, stretchy, and stinky. <laughs> and I know for a fact that I was neither stretch nor stinky. <laughs> I'm, st- I, I'm stinky. That was your words, not mine. <laughs> you're also absolutely not. Your face is... Ex- you have the same nose. I'm stretch. As you're stretch. stretch. And audio boys, Casper. You're like a streak of piss, you are. I'm like... <laughs> remember, remember when we did that episode and we're all being lo- lovely and nice to each other? Here we are. And I'm continuing to be lovely and nice to you two. And you two are just giving me... Grief. That's because we've warned you about the eggshells that you're I came on. and picked you up from your home today, Ryan. I give you thirty pounds. You haven't given me it yet, to be fair. Yeah, true, so quite your cheek. I love you. It's got you. So next What one. are we doing? Best sound <laughs> editing. Where are we? Gary, this is an intervention uh, for you. Uh, what, Best what are we sound to? editing. Go for it. Who cares? Ford vs. Ferrari, Nick Joker, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, or Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Let's get Ford vs. Ferrari. Ford vs. Ferrari. Yeah. Ford versus Ferrari yeah. won that one. Oh, he said 1917. Have you got that written down? 
No. Fucking you best fucking sound mixing. He's not going to tell us if he's got it written down. I can down show now. you right Best sound mixing Star Wars. I can show you. What's was the difference? Wasn't nominated. Eight Mile. <laughs> Ad Astra, Ford versus Ferrari, Joker, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Ad Astra, because they did that. Blindside. What's all, the, of the, all of the ambient noise in the end of the film was Tommy Lee Jones from the beginning of the film. That would be sound editing, I suppose, sound mixing. I think. Right, what is it? it? 1917 won that one. Okay. Yeah. See, that's the one I was thinking okay. of. So. Best okay. film editing. Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, wait, no, that was last, last year. Last year. Got Ferd versus Ferrari, Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker Parasite. Ooh. Well, Jojo Rabbit. It's I, not. It's not... The Irishman, because the Irishman could have been edited down no, a lot more. Parasite, I'm going to say Parasite. Well, I, all right, so I'm going to... A quick question here about this category, Gav. I don't know if you'll be able to answer this one. Um, when what, Don't wave when we're doing an audio podcast. You I was waving at you. every time, um, just letting everyone know. What... what how, do you, how do you judge what gets the Oscar for best editing? Well, if you go off last year, you don't. You just close your okay, eyes no, and Gavin, scream at the fuck up. Okay. What? What was wrong with it? Tell me something that was wrong with the editing of the film... Bohemian Rhapsody. It's nonsensical. See the thing. How is the editing nonsense? No, I'm not talking about the film. We're not talking about no the, the way it's done. We're talking about the editing of the film. This Bohemian is, Rhapsody. This is my question. The if way editing, when editing is used correctly, it's another tool of storytelling. So it should be used to edit around the scene to show what's happening and give you information that's maybe not on the surface, like dialogue or actions. In Bohemian Rhapsody, the editing is just whoever's talking on screen. The cameras just edit, so they just cut over to them. That's cinematography. No, I'm talking about the editing of the scene. You're talking about cinematography. I'm talking about the editing this of is the scene. I'm, this is where I'm confused. This is why I wanted to bring it up for anyone at home who might be confused as well. This is why I don't get Because I'm... Cinematography of 1917, for example. The cinematography is the fact that they aimed for the one-take film. Um, the shots that they lined up. So editing is just the cuts between those shots. Yeah, how it's all struck, how it's all together. Kind of pulled together. But I wouldn't say... So it's got a lot to do with what you take out and what you leave in. So, yeah, so I suppose that's well. my my question is, is there, like, another version of these films that they send to the people that vote for best editing yeah, like that delayed, has superfluous shit, and they go, here's all the stuff we cut out around these scenes, no, just would, so you can see how well we edited it. I don't think they do that, no. So how do you judge but, best editing? <laughs> Did that get picked up? Ryan opening his big fucking juicy can of tennis. I, I held it at the... Like literally, my microphone at one length of arm and the can at the other, and no one heard it. Uh, I mean, it sounded loud as it wouldn't hell. have even been a thing if you hadn't brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to bring it up. So, how do you judge editing? I mean, as someone who's not an editor, I don't really. I'm not really sure. Good I stuff. guarantee the people they sent this character to also, also were don't not editors. How to fucking yeah? Well, Ford versus Ferrari won. So make of that what you will. Uh, no, I'm still waiting for Gavin to tell me what was wrong with editing for Bohemian Rhapsody. It's nonsensical. It's not. It's not used as a tool for the storytelling in the film. It's You're just, a tool. I am a tool. I'm a big, soft. So, could you name me? An, I didn't see Bohemian Rhapsody. Could you name me another film that I have seen that's got bad editing? Just so I've got a reference point. Taken Three. Why? Because it's, it's erratic. It's Spectre. Spectre. I was going to say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for that weird moment in the middle. What, what when moment? he's talking to Timothy Oliphant and it just starts cutting oh, yeah, that, chunks out. That's an example, yeah. We're that was a bad example. I mean, we talked about it in the review of Once Upon a Time Hollywood where clearly that film got decimated in yeah. the, the cutting room and they just kind of pulled something together. Like, there's the entire scene where, or the entire moment where DiCaprio goes over to Italy to do the, the Italian films, which feels like it was supposed to be much more of a, a bigger thing. Element yeah. to the film than it was. Have you ever but been they just had to edit some nonsense together. I have been to Italy, yeah. And I was in an Italian horror movie called My Life. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Here's 
another improvement to the Oscars for when we Let, when we do our uh, our Let me be in charge. That's that. Well, fundamentally, no. What I was going to say is they should simplify the categories. Um, from best editing should be changed to something that makes is easier for the plebs to understand. And yeah, I, also, I plebs, you I need mean, to remember me. that there are people who are editors, and this is really like a big deal for them. But true. if they're like, not the ones if they win for the it. best best putter together of the film and the words and the stuff, man, it's not going to feel as good for them. But I don't, know, don't dumb it down to that level. But at least I don't know, like most cohesive, most cohesive film, I guess, or something along those lines. Brackets best editing. <laughs> Or even the other way around, best editing, brackets, most cohesive film. I think a most sensical film, if you're Gavin, because <laughs> the only answer he has to my question is nonsensical. Which, the film makes sense. So. I mean, the film itself makes sense. The editing of the scenes doesn't make sense. Oh, I see what he's doing. He's yeah. winding you up. He's going to wind me up. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying. Next category. Best visual effects. Star Wars. Endgame. They are both nominated. We've also have The Lion King, The Irishman, and 1917. <laughs> the Irishman? I mean, all that de-aging nonsense. It was yeah. rubbish. So, Sorry. Lion King, I... W- I mean, I, if anything, I wasn't even Lion King anything, it would be this. Because although that film was boring as hell, it looked... Did look very good. Very fucking good. See, I don't think it'll be Endgame or Star Wars. So I don't I'll think it'll be Endgame. I think it'll be Lion King as well. I think, I think it'll be Star Wars. Wars. Which Star Wars? Episode 9. Rise of Skywalker. Oh, <laughs> Sometimes I wish we did a visual podcast where people could see the faces you make. Okay, so the winner of that one was 1917. What? Yeah. What for? Well, I didn't realise this until I watched some behind the scenes stuff. You know that bit where he's crossing the river and he's getting shot at? He's in Govan. And also the bit where he's running out of the town. That's all filmed in the Govan docks. And it looks nothing like Govan at all. They had to make Govan look even worse somehow. They're cut, I, they like cut out like shipping containers and all this kind of stuff see, were in the shots. And this, got is, them this is... I don't want to get into it. Okay. Gary's in a, <laughs> Gary's in a little huff. Best makeup annoying. and hair. Little Woman. The little Woman. Was nominated. What? 1917. Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, Judy, Joker and Bombshell. Ah, oh, Judy probably. Uh, Joker. No, Bombshell. Joker wins. Bombshell. Bombshell. Bombshell or Judy? Bombshell. I'd say because of John Lithgow's chin. Judy, because it's set in uh, the past. Go for it. Bombshell. Boom. Was that? No, it doesn't matter. Carry okay. on. Best international feature film. Parasite. Parasite. But Parasite. see if Parasite doesn't win this, but does win best film, that's when there's an actual issue. Oh, Parasite won. Okay, that's fine. Against. Would that be better? Corpus Christi, nope. Honeyland, Les Mis, Pain and Glory. So Les Mis is still in that. There's a new version. Okay, sorry. Uh, why? Why? Why would it not be better? If Parasite won best film over best no, international film. It wouldn't be better or worse. It just surely you can't be in both. We had this discussion yeah. before. No, it yeah, doesn't I make agree. sense for films to be in both, and I'm pretty sure it's be nominated. In both? In both. It's in both. Yeah. yeah. Right. At this point, okay, cool. I'm with, with the, you. With the ones we have left that I've written down, there's only one that I could potentially get wrong. So, is it best original score? I didn't do that. No. Which three did you do? What? What are you using on your list? So I've got best film, best director, best actor, best actress, best supporting actor, best no, supporting actress. No, I don't. Actress, g- I know the ones you've already told me because I've sat here. <laughs> the three, the three that we haven't done yet, you cock. The, the four we haven't done yet: are best, best actor, best actress, and best film. And best, director. best director. Okay. Uh, best original you, score. Just tell us who it was. So ill. Was You're so grumpy when you Joker won best original score. I do like the music in Joker. Against Little Women, Marriage Story, nineteen seventeen, and Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. I mean, Star Wars is just the same fucking songs. Star all Wars like, is just John Williams. Yeah, doing Star Wars the same is just thing. giving John Williams money for the shit he wrote yeah. ages ago. Yes. <laughs> uh, just John. It's now just John. He doesn't even get an orchestra. He's just having a mic. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
He just loads up his Spotify you, you and press a, play. You didn't talk into your mic during any of that. I did. No, you had it away from your face for most of it. Prove it. <laughs> I can. Okay, we'll, we'll see you in the final edit. Okay. Best original song, uh, which is the one from Toy Story 4, the one from Rocketman, Rocket the one Man. from Breakthrough, the one Rocket from Frozen Man. 2, the one from Harriet. Rocketman. Someone has sat in a room and gone, Wait. it's probably about time we gave Elton John an Oscar. Harriet. Rocketman. What, what, what original song was in Rocketman? I'm Gonna Love Me Again. It's the one, I believe it's the one where he's in like the therapy scene and they all start dancing in there. Was that not an Elton John song? It was a new Elton John. Elton John wrote it, he wrote, wrote it, it for the film. Oh, okay. it was a new one. Harriet. It was, uh, it was Elton John. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I'm well, gonna love me again. From did you write that down? No, you didn't. Shut your face. I didn't even okay. know that was an original song. Here's the big ones. Here we go. Best actor. The big four. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, we know it's Joaquin. It's got to be Joaquin Phoenix. Give me, give us. Let everyone at home know the 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 options. Antonio Banderas in Pain and Glory. Leonardo DiCaprio Once Upon a Time in Hollywood nah. Adam Driver in Marriage Story or Jonathan Price in Two Popes that was absolutely back in Phoenix's all day long Adam should Driver should have to Adam Driver Adam Driver was no it shouldn't yeah Adam Driver was good but Wack and Phoenix was better it was a great performance from I think absolutely Adam, Adam, Adam Driver was his only real competition but yeah it was Joaquin Phoenix's and I'm sure in his speech he probably mentioned something important about the world it was Joaquin Phoenix <laughs> did he mention something important about the world probably doesn't say that on the list of Oscar <laughs> winners Gavin yeah, but do you not recall he, see he's watched things I've watched things and heard things but I don't recall what's the weirdest thing. thing that happened at this year's Oscars or that spoiled Eminem playing Eminem the entirety of Lose Yourself, yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea of the Academy's like oh. how do we get more kids to also, watch also James Corden and Rebel Wilson dressed as their characters from Cats oh fuck for what? best uh, visual effects which cats wasn't nominated for? No, <laughs> and it looked way better than the film did. They just put on a costume. That's all they needed to do. Still, the best thing to come out of this awards was Ricky Gervais opening it up, saying that James Corden dressed as a fat pussy, and he was in the film Cats. <laughs> uh, best actress. Uh, I went for Renny Zellweger. In Judy? Yes. Did you see Judy? No. Other nominations include Charlize Theron for Bombshell, Saoirse Ronan for Little Women, Scott Johansson for Marriage Story, and Cynthia Erivo for Harriet. I'd and quite like Saoirse Ronan or like Scott Johansson to get it. Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse? Saoirse. I pronounce it Saoirse. So you think Renee Zellweger won it even though you didn't watch the film? I'm going off the way I think the Academy thinks, not what I think uh, for my personal opinion will win. Could anyone hear eggshells breaking? <laughs> Well, um, you'd be right anyway. Was it? Yeah, Renee Zellweger Fucking on that one. Really? I'm yeah. So good at this. You shit. seem surprised, Gary. Uh, it it's just now at the stage funny. where I'm a hundred percent certain that Gavin has googled who's won the. Oscars. I can't imagine how you possibly could have didn't because you've you genuinely said you didn't see that. No, because you've got it written in the notes in your fil- in your phone. Doesn't mean does you not prove Google. you've not googled. I sat there on Saturday and told everything to him. I don't understand how you. Could that being audio boy. How could you have known she was going to win the best? You've never even seen I the film? Because you haven't I, seen the film. Because again, I go off the, the psychology of how these assholes work. Hmm, I'm an asshole no. myself. So your 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 defense for not Googling it is I'm an asshole. I know how assholes think. Yes. It sounds like uh, a lie. At the quiz a while back, uh, some guys were cheating the entire night. And then when they came up and they'd won the hundred pounds by getting the exact number, I told them I'm not giving it to you because I've seen you cheating the whole film, the whole whole night. And they responded with, oh, well, yeah, we were cheating during the quiz, but we didn't cheat for the money round. That's what that reminds me of, Gavin. I'm an asshole like those people, but I didn't cheat. I, 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 I'm a <laughs> You're just annoyed that I got it right. No. I don't understand how you got it right. If you, if you hadn't said you hadn't seen the film and said Renny Zellwerker, we've I've, I've applauded your your film knowledge recently. It's great. You it usually get a lot of things right. But the fact you haven't seen the film 
Mm. Again, here's how it works. Cheated. Is Renny Zellweger did a performance of an old star that is beloved in Hollywood, yeah. and it's a biopic. Hollywood, the Academy, loves when stars do performances of old stars that are beloved in Hollywood. Renny Zellweger did that. It's just clear as day for me that that's who they're going to choose. Can you say the it. last bit? I can't hear you from the bottom of the hole. They did the same with fucking Rami Malek last year with Bohemian Rhapsody. He didn't deserve to win, but because he did a performance of a beloved person, beloved in Hollywood, they give him the award, even though he was the weakest performance. Anyway, my, my, my point, my answer to your question, Philip, was the film itself was fine, and Renee Zellweger gave a very good performance, but I'd say that Saoirse Ronan uh, alone was a much better performance in Little Women than, than Judy. Um, Judy was really good. It is a really good film. But it's not... I wouldn't have said it was an Oscar-worthy performance. So there you go. To answer your question. Uh, Best director. Sam Mendes. Aha. For 1917. It's not. Martin Scorsese for The Irishman. Todd Phillips for Joker. Sam Mendes for 1917. Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. It's Bong Joon-ho. Yes. Is it? It's Bong Joon-ho. Oh, he's fucked it. He's fucked it. Pine attendance in the eye. I thought I had that locked in. There you go. But I th- it's because the directing in 1917 wasn't very good, but the cinematography was fantastic. <laughs> here's the thing. Guess. Do you know what's wrong? See if you hadn't cheated, maybe you'd have got the last one right. I didn't cheat. Also, here's the thing. I'm annoyed, obviously, that all my predictions weren't 100%. I've yes, got 90, I, I thought you knew how the assholes thought. I do. <laughs> I got 90%. Well, here's how, this is why this is what I'm saying. This surprises me. And I'm so happy that Bong Joon-ho has won because he yeah. definitely deserved to win. He was the one I wanted to win. It's a great. It is great. And it is like, directorially, it's very good. So next question, going back to the differences between these categories, what is the difference between directorial and cinematography? Uh, one's done by... A cinematographer and camera expert. It's all based on angles and stuff. Whereas a director oversees the entire filmmaking process. So best director is for the whole. They do the whole thing. It's akin to best film. If you get best director, best director is involved in all of the other categories because they they deal with the actors and actresses. They deal yeah. with the cinematographers. They deal with they're in the cutting room doing the editing. Everything is run through them and past them. Because this is this is something I've wanted to talk to you about on a, maybe a whole episode. Just figuring out letting people know what the different parts of a film are because when you say best cinematography my brain kind of thinks um like a di- that's a director's call but if is it not well there's a director have any be, control over cinematography yep there'll be a director of photography mm-hmm. who will be in liaison yeah, the with the di- like with the director um i imagine the director of photography will probably have final say Probably the director always has final say, I imagine, because right. it's their film. Yeah. But the director of photography will say, I suggest this, I suggest this. And within each category, there are hundreds of subsections. Yeah. Like the director of photography's assistants, director's assistants, assistants, yeah, yeah, assistant. Yeah. First AD, second AD, yeah. yada, yada, yada. So, and there's there's all those different things for different countries, producer, different departments, producer. all that kind of stuff. Catering. Catering. Yeah. Big up the catering. Big ups. Yeah. Rolling sausage. Use it. Yeah, I'm sure Wacky cool. so right just that. Yeah, for people at home that maybe didn't quite, you know, don't quite grasp the, the difference. So cinematography is how the film almost fundamentally looks and yeah. best director is a category for... Just making, al- almost, making a film. Almost best film, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, making a film. It's, it's applauding someone's talent for, for making a phenomenal movie. But yeah, but the, well, what is vision, annoying... I suppose best director is uh, best vision and best film is yeah. best final product. But what's annoying? Fair to say? Yeah, yeah. But the big annoyance is they're done as like best director for this film. Yeah. So it's not just like Bong Joon Ho is best director. 
yeah. for his he's history as a director. He's best director for Parasite. So Parasite's a face we picked up another award. Yeah, essentially. Okay, cool. And the last one. <laughs> best picture. The nominees once again. Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. So I'd want, personally, Jojo Rabbit or Parasite to win for me. I'm, well, I would say Parasite has a better chance. Uh, Parasite's already Rabbit. won international film. That's very true, actually, so I'll say Jojo Rabbit. But can you go again? However, I Joker's think... Joker's won. I think Joker will win. Joker's won. Ford vs. Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite. I really hope that in five minutes I'm going to be Googling those two little boys so happy on stage because they've just won an Oscar for Jojo Rabbit. Oh. But Gavin, and you haven't said a word. My prediction is 1917. Oh, really? Okay. I, think, I think Joker's going to win. I want Jojo Rabbit to win. Yeah. I am the same. See, Ford versus Ferrari wins best picture, guys. Oh, man. No. Saying that, I would. Ford versus Ferrari, Ferrari, I really enjoyed. I think Ford versus Ferrari, I'd I'd be okay with. If in five minutes I'm Googling a a picture of Quentin Tarantino accepting an Oscar, I'm maybe going to lose my shit. Final prediction. Oh, wait, hang on. What are you going to say? I was just going to say, I was speaking to someone last night about this. uh, When it comes to the best picture, when it's probably the most difficult one to predict because. The last couple of years have shown us the Academy just seems to lose their goddamn minds and give it to the... Mm. Like, last year when we did our live recording of the, the Oscars in Green Book 1, yeah. I was obviously... I jumped up and I was like, what the fuck's going on? But even you were like, I was, seriously? I was surprised Green like, Book 1 last And then year. year before that, like, Moonlight 1, I think... No, Shape of Water 1. I'm... Good, good film didn't expect it to win I thought it was going to go to like Ladybird or something like that yeah. and then the year before that was Moonlight again I didn't expect it very glad that it won year before that Argo I'm like what the fuck's going to Argo no one even talked about Argo and it won Best Picture yeah. so when it comes to Best Picture it could literally go to Little Women and we'd be like it is, really? what's, uh, what's that horse race the, the big one the Grand Grand National it's like the Grand National that's what they always say don't they yeah. Grand National is anyone's race because literally your horse could be winning the entire way and then the last hurdle fall, fall just down stop yeah, so this is uh, the Grand National of the Oscars. Is I'm excited. Picture. So final prediction, Ryan. Uh, my positive prediction, Jojo Rabbit. My negative prediction, Joker. Gavin. I'm saying 1917. Gavin. Uh, I'm with Ryan on this. I think I'd, I'd love it if Jojo won. I think Joker will get it. And the winner is... Parasite. Yay! Yay! Fuck yeah! That's Woo! fucking really good. Nice. They However, did it, boys. They didn't fuck it up. They didn't fuck it up. I, I'm with you now, Ryan. Don't understand. But also, how can a film win best film and best international film? Because it's, it's the best the, film in the world. The, oh, but no, yeah, absolutely. But that's madness. It, it is just, madness. It's so it seems that seems dumb. It's the first non-English film to ever win the award. Oh well, that's why they've done it then. No, don't, don't just diminish it like that. It deserves no, to sorry. win. No, no, no. It's 100% worthy of the Oscar. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the reason that the Oscar committee have voted it in is because now they can go, see, we weren't racist this year. Yeah, as if Leonardo DiCaprio was better than, say, Eddie Redmayne in The Danish Girl, but he still won the Oscar because everyone's like, oh my God, I can't believe Leo's never won an Oscar. Whereas as an actor, he's really quite average. I like what you keep having this yep I'll, I'm, I'm gonna take it to the grave <laughs> I think like, I hate it it's so annoying it's like the third episode you've brought up he's such a shit name one amazingly good Leonardo DiCaprio performance what's eating Gilbert Grape I was about to say what's eating Gilbert Grape uh, did he want an Oscar for that no yeah 
We shouldn't want one for the Revenant, where yeah. he pretty much spends most of the thing on the ground greeting. He What's eating Gilbert Grape? Uh, there's an episode of Family Guy or American Dad. I can't remember which one it is. But the episode continues and it's the usual, you know, man of the house does something stupid, family picks up the pieces. But weirdly, the subplot of the episode is the squirrels reenacting what's eating Gilbert Grape. So there's a Johnny Depp squirrel, a Leonardo DiCaprio baby brother squirrel, and a big fat mum squirrel living in a treehouse. And then she dies and it goes on. It's just the most bizarre subplot. <laughs> just Go, as, a, uh, as an aside. Going back to Parasite now, uh, this is the first year I can remember where the film I thought was the absolute best of all the ones nominated has actually won. Yeah. And I'm, I came into this Oscars thinking... Joker's going to clean up. It's going to be the fucking Bohemian Rhapsody of last year where we're going to celebrate absolute mediocrity. Yeah. And Joker, what? How many awards? Won did Joker two awards. And what ones did it, it got? Score, original score, score and Whacking and Whacking Phoenix. Phoenix. It is funny because I, I was 100% I was basing my predictions off of what I thought of, off of exactly that. I yeah. was basing it off of what I thought they were going to be going to celebrate What's mediocrity. interesting as well is how the films have manifested differently because obviously we were starting off award seasons start last month and Joker was cleaning up them with yeah. Parasite getting... It no, had 11 nominations. No awards, I'm sure. Team. Yeah. And then as we've evolved through, Joker's sort of lessened its wins in films like Parasite and, you know, a Little Women have been getting more kind of traction towards the Oscars. Yeah. Whereas right back at the start, it did... Because you can kind of, like... It's obviously quite easy to say that whoever... I think, what, Golden Globes kicks off? Yeah. Whoever's winning the Golden Globes usually wins the Oscars. Yeah. It's usually pretty consistent throughout. But this year, it's kind of changed. Which is right cool. In the middle, which is cool. Uh, Finally. Big shout out to the Irishman for not winning a single Oscar. <laughs> Shouldn't have even been nominated or talked about or given any sort of attention whatsoever. Well, Martin Scorsese will get some like Hall of Fame award next year or something. Oh, yeah, like that. sure. Which is yeah. fine. He probably deserves that. Eh, whatever. I don't care. Fuck him. No, you do care, Gavin. Make a good movie, they don't care. <laughs> so cross. <laughs> I know. Uh, there was, I was going to say something else, but I can't remember what. That's probably fine. It's probably for the better <laughs> that I can't. That was it. I remember now. It's just a shame that we couldn't have had this sort of success last year for the movie Roma, which deserved so much better than what it got. Just Do you know what deserved gone. more? Fucking Eddie Redmayne and the Danish girl. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, yeah, so there we go. Oscar reactions uh, from the meandering, the MMP boys. And, and we love you. We do. Okay, I'm gonna let you round us up, man. So, My brain uh, feels this like a fucking waffle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this Speaking of waffle, Gavin's gonna end us off. Here I come, here I come, ladies and gentlemen, into your ears. Uh, oh. This is the last. Oh. I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like that. Uh, this is oh. uh, when this episode goes up. This uh, is going to be your last chance to get in your films of the decade. El finito chancio. Exactly. So again, we are looking for your three best films the of the decade and two of your worst. One. One of your worst. None Thank of you. your worst. It's you're literally taking out your time. If you send us through yeah. your best, we'll be happy. Yeah. If you don't manage, one worst film in ten years is really hard. Gavin set a really difficult parameter for you. Now you understand what our fucking lives are like. <laughs> uh, yeah. Three. Three. He's best also just tried changing it before the final week, so you. Yeah, he's also gonna be like, no. Yeah, people have. I said three, but no one sent me their nine best films of the last <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so your three your best, one of your worst. If uh, someone wants to send Booksmart three times, that's fine because that'll be fun. And of course, uh, you can reach us on the old social media so you head over to Twitter that's at MeanderingPod you can go to Facebook and Instagram and search for the Meandering Movie Podcast and you can send us an email meanderingmoviepodcast at gmail.com for our friends out there know us you can also send us a wee message personally we also uh, have Instagram uh, I just said Instagram 
I said Facebook and Instagram. Search for Mandingo Movie Podcast. See if you'd listen to this goddamn podcast for once in your life. Okay, sorry, Gordon. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so hit us up. Send your messages. Also, feel free to drop us some topic suggestions of things you want us to talk about. Give us some ideas of what you think about the podcast. And tell us your favorite physical attribute that Audio Boy has and why he's so cute. And a huge congratulations to anyone who has actually made it to this stage of the episode. That is the end of the podcast now. We love you all. And a goodbye. Music is life. It's meandering movies listening to Gary, Ryan and Gavin. It's all about films but goes off course. Will there be arguments? Of course. Because everyone knows their lives are dull and they have nothing else to talk about.